how long has Luminary been a thing now? It says Luminary, but oh. it's okay because <laughs> I every time I debate about what to call it, um, I don't think there's actually a way to say it. That's just how I, <laughs> I think about it in my head. I made that word up when I was a kid, but um, I used to go by JG Productions. Yeah. That was a while, like 2012. And then I decided to switch it up to something that was just a little more unique. And that wasn't just my name. I wasn't really a big fan of that type of naming. I wanted something yeah. that was like just like yeah. – The thing is like Luminari could also be used for so many other things. Yeah, it's like <clears throat> it's not directly t- – like if it, it was named after you, it already has a pre-existing identity, yeah. which is you. Right? I just didn't want it to be about me because yeah. it could be anything. Um, I also thought it was just, it, it was just a cool word. Yeah. It was unique. No one had it. The website URL, I bought it <laughs> and it stuck <laughs> with it. Um, How long ago was that? So I think I did that switch around 2018. So it's not, I mean, I guess a few years now. But Right, okay. Yeah. And like, uh, are you, It has work been steady? Or? Well, um, or was it worse given the pandemic? Or I actually worked full time right before the pandemic hit at a marketing company doing video. Oh right, okay. Um, that was in like Danbury or something, right? That was in Newtown. Oh, so I just wanted to do full time and freelance, and I just wanted to uh, um, try it out one more time. So uh, luckily, I was working, and then the pandemic hit, and our industry that we serve is mostly the automotive industry and a bunch of other little small businesses and things like that did not get hit that hard. So we had no layoffs. Everything was as normal. Oh, so I stayed in there for another year. I was at the company for about a year and a half and I was freelancing here and there, but definitely not as much because of the pandemic and work. Yeah. And then, um, as of April, 2021, I decided to go back to freelance. So I left. Okay. So business is going, it's not bad. It's actually pretty good. Okay. Yeah. And, Have you um, this is uh, so have you have you been based in that area for long? Which area? That where you are now. So, like did, for for that um corporate job. Yeah. Uh, would you like actually move to Newtown or? No, I actually stayed in Torrington. Oh, okay. It was a horrible drive. It was horrible, but it was a, here's the thing, dude. I I didn't think I was going to be there long term. I wanted to just see if I if I, I was going to give it a year, All right? Because the moment I moved, I had to commit. Mm-hmm. And I hate commitments. So, yeah. <laughs> like, I I decided to uh, punish myself and take that yeah. 40-mile drive one way per day. And then uh, I'm glad I did it. I learned a lot of stuff, and it was really fun being with other people. And, you know, they my boss kept everyone on during the pandemic. So it was, it was a good experience. Um, it definitely helped, uh, helped me focus on what I thought was um, – like where I was as a filmmaker, you know what I mean? My yeah. level and my skill level. So, uh, Right. It's like um, trying to survive, quote unquote, in the real world. Right. <laughs> a corporate job. Yeah. It's like, you know, trying to, it's a way to keep yourself in check to see where you're at. Yeah. So um, I'm always hard on myself, but I learned through that job that uh, I'm actually not that bad. That I'm, <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, yeah, it helped it actually help give me confidence to go back to freelance. I learned yeah. a lot of business practices through this. 
Um, yeah, I've had um, times where like I'd be working, uh, I'd be doing sort of like client work, mm-hmm. and like would be collaborating with other video- videographers or wannabe videographers, and then like once I meet these people, I realize like I may not know what I'm doing, but I certainly know don't know what I'm doing less than these people. Right. You know what I mean? So, um, I mean, I think anyone can learn how to use a camera. Yeah. This is the, the thing I think that separates like the best. It's hard. So I'm currently in this, um, situation. I'm trying to find my identity as a videographer or a video production company. And, okay. to, and to me, there's a difference because a videographer, I feel like I'm just a single operator contracted person it would have been jg productions if you're just yeah maybe yeah um yeah probably and then i debate between that or the video production route which is something way more involved and requires more than one person you know or you have like like a legit company behind you yeah and you have a crew of people um because i in the end i always want to help my clients like it's not about the money and it's this is so hard to get to clients it's to explain to them i'm trying to help them with whatever they need because usually when they need a video they need something else yeah so i can get hired and just do the video and then i'm just a videographer yeah but i can also try to help them even deeper and then i think i become a video production company and that entails a whole bunch of other skills i don't have yeah like um i don't have yeah i'm learning but like um social media marketing it's it's a whole nother like yeah thing yeah like if you're um like nowadays video production companies are more than video production companies they'll have like the video production department which is like the bulk of their of what the company is but then you then you have like like social media marketing or like uh graphic designers or and if you're big enough i guess an hr department yeah And, (laughs) and so it's like it's it's kind of a misnomer calling like whatever video production company a video production company in the end it's more i think nowadays it is the term that is more fitting is starting to creep in is like media company yeah yeah, i agree you know what i mean yeah um and the thing is like i'm not so full of myself that i think i can do everything i don't think i can be the best marketer if i'm trying to be the best video like filmmaker for someone so you need to you need to like uh, divide the labor in yeah. terms of those particular things. That's but the thing is, like, I'm not in a position yet. I think to even want to think about expanding like that. Right, I'm just worrying about myself mm-hmm. and the things I do, and that is that is the dilemma of this year for me. Okay, especially coming back after working at a production company and being freelance my whole life is trying to decide what route I want to go. Right. So, do you, is that why you? Meant to say is like what separates the good videographers from the great ones. No, or? no, I think I think the only thing that separates a good videographer from the great ones is just how you talk to people. Okay, honestly, from a technical standpoint, anyone can learn it. <laughs> I'm serious. You know, I was like, gonna, I was going to say audio production, but audio is super key. But like, you can still convince a client that audio is fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, like, because if you if actually like look at any videos, even like like kickstarter campaign videos or even commercials you can like see like faults but they're just in the end it doesn't really matter 
right? As long as yeah. the main message gets across. I mean, I and guess. the client's happy. But um, um, I want I want to know if you if you feel this. Okay. Which is so you went to uh, film school, right? Ish. And I'm I'm sort of going to film school ish, and the one thing I I see that maybe it's just at my school, mm-hmm. or but the one thing people kind of overlook or don't really know a lot about, including like whoever is teaching, is like audio production. Mm-hmm. So depends what you're doing. Um, sometimes audio is just not even a thing, right? For a lot of stuff I do, audio is not even important. Yeah. So. Like it's so, mostly like B-roll. It's a lot of B-roll music. It's a lot of very like is focused. Why well, I, I do a lot like a lot more? I, I haven't posted a lot of stuff. My social media game is very very weak. <laughs> um, As we've discussed, you need a whole other. You need to yeah. whole, hire a whole other person to run. Um, so a lot of my audio is very focused, narrative scripted out. It's really hard to screw it up. Right. right at that point, it's again directing people to make sure they say things well. Yeah, more than the audio recording because I don't have those challenges. But I absolutely agree. Audio is super important. It is usually the last thing people skimp out on. They'll get like a mid tier mic or something and just kind of leave it at that. Yeah. Even though there's so many like tools to get audio. Yeah. Um, but honestly, you know, and all you need to know is the basics, and then uh, there's so much you can do in post with audio. But people don't even think like that. They just think, yeah, we're just going to record it and that's it. But. Yeah, because like, um, like I'm lucky that um, I've in the past couple of years I've become like the audio nerd. Mm-hmm. So especially since like I think it mo- most of it's rooted in <clears throat> a starting the podcast. That was initially my my push to ma- to like force myself to learn, but also because like I like playing music, and um, naturally most people who like to play music will like branch out into recording, and so anything I know about sound I've learned on my own including um, for the purpose of, like, filmmaking or uh, video production. So uh, I feel now I feel like I'm, like, I I, I have uh, some kind of expertise now, okay. right? So despite, like, never having any formal introduction or education in what you would call audio engineering, Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, you can, most things you can learn, dude, on your own. And I, I'm, I'm not even against that idea. I think the best experience is still learned on set by making mistakes and yeah. all that stuff. Oh, I've made plenty of mistakes. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> you know, it's, it's the entire first season of the podcast was a mistake. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. That's, that's, that's tough love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What? It's my show. I can say what I want. What, what happened? What was on? No, it was just like I was doing it, and I was recording in a particular way. That was, um, I did. I I would say I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, and I was choosing like um, a particular workflow that it might not have been the best thing to do, but mm-hmm. it was like something I knew. Right, I yeah, knew yeah. how to work with. So it's all good, man. It's all better now. We just improved. I think, dude. I'm, I'm still. I've been like <clears throat> filmmaking for how many years? And like, I still always think I need something new. I always want something new. There's always something new I learn. Yeah. All that stuff. So oh, I, more gear you want to buy. There's always gear I want to buy. There's always just something I need to like troubleshoot and think about. Like, I feel like I've done it all, but there's still so much more to do. So 
It never ends. Yeah. You're always going to be self-improving. And that's the that's why it's so awesome because it just never stops. Yeah. <clears throat> I um I'm getting being such the nerd I am. I'm getting like especially in the past few years really. I've been really um buying too many recorders and microphones and such. Like just like literally just before you came here, I got a Zoom H2N that came in. Why? I was like, yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there's so many. Like, luckily, there's so many more affordable options now. Yeah, because I didn't get real expensive, and I think that's it's like lighting. It's why some videographers kind of skimp out on it is because there's affordable, there's like very budget friendly, and then there's like the pro stuff, and that stuff's like so expensive. It's yeah. very daunting to people. Yeah, I but, mean, elite. I mean, I'm just like doing little personal projects yeah, yeah so like i'm i mean i guess to the average person this stuff is kind of expensive it is it's definitely expensive but in like the grand scheme of audio equipment this is like on the lower end this is like you could buy four shotgun mics for the price of one pro shotgun mic yeah if you wanted to go down that route but here's the thing it's the same thing with any camera you buy it's like the fundamentals are the same. So you just buy the cheapest thing. Yeah. How to record audio, how to film something, the settings, all that stuff. It's all the same techniques and philosophies. Kind of, yeah. Other than it's just like the, a new menu to work, to work out. It's just that some tools, your, some tools do things better. Your device. But like it's still, it's, someone could take something cheap and still learn how to do audio and then apply that to. Yeah. It's like, um, like, you know, you, it's kind of like how when I first started playing music, you know, you use, you get shitty instruments, right. sh- cheap, shitty in, in, instruments to learn on and then like once you get a bit better you're you graduate to the better stuff you know right. i feel that what what kind of cameras are you running now i use um panasonic cameras i use the gh5 cool i've been meaning to get one of those it's it's a camera i wish i could recommend but it's very like you need to really understand how to use your camera because there's a lot of mm-hmm nuances with that camera um and i use uh the g85 which is like its little brother right for the b cam and then uh sometimes if I, those are the two cameras i use together it's usually all i need if mm-hmm. i need a third camera usually i have a second shooter with me and they're also using gh5 or gh5s okay so that is primarily all i use all right all i i currently i have just my canon rebel t6i DSLR. Again, the fundamentals are there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's the same I stuff know. in yeah. the end. <laughs> but like, I don't know, it's just, um, I know eventually if I want to like make, if I, if I really want to try my hand at being like a legit video producer, I might have to get something different. I mean, it depends what you want to do. Um, like, do you, because the thing, like, what do you want to do? What is like the? Well, I mean, like uh, it's, the original conceit is to be a filmmaker. Okay, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's my podcast now. <laughs> I think we covered this the last time, um, but like um, you know, be someone who writes, produces, okay. and directs their own films. So you don't need your gear. You can just get someone who has gear. It, I mean, I have my own gear, but the, the, you know what I mean. So, you, but you don't need the best stuff because, yeah. One, you could rent it out, or yeah. you can just find someone who has the stuff and do that. Yeah, I guess. And this is this is the thing. This is the whole thing about this is stuff I've learned. It's just 
if I try to do everything, if I try to have the best audio, the best lighting and the best camera gear, I'll never stop. It's always something I have to buy something new and manage something else. Yeah. It's a lot for one person. And, um, it took me a while to start trusting other people to do other things. Okay. So, yeah, but I mean, thing, you know, you that, want, you want the glory of it all. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Cause like, um, I, I so want to be the person who knows how to do all the things. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Cause like, you know, I've written, I know how to write screenplays. Um, I know how to record audio now. Look at this. I can, by proxy, I can also record music, write and record music for the projects I do. I've been editing videos since forever. And I just took a cinematography course mm. where now I feel like I have a handle yeah. on how to work a camera. And because like most, if not all the things I work on, or by myself, I know how to produce and direct, right? So, you know, I, I, there's still a part of me that still, that does want to, like, I made this all myself. (laughs) But maybe, maybe it's a good thing that, you know, I, I've gone through, I've jumped all through all the hoops to say, I know at least one or two things about each department. So I guess I'll know what to look for. I'll know what, is what I want, what I need to look for. If, say, I want to collaborate with someone else who has um, the same, if not more, expertise in a particular field. Right. I feel that. So many things, I could say. I I think me and you are at two different levels, or points. I'm obviously a few years older than you, but... Yeah. So we're at different points in our filmmaker journey. Yeah. And so many things, like, I guess I'm looking at you, I could just assume what you're thinking, because I feel like I've been there, so... I think when you start surrounding yourself with people who are really good at what they do, mm-hmm. you'll start to, cause I never trusted anyone. Right. And, and I, here's the thing. You should know everything, right? Everyone should know a little bit of everything to yeah. help each other out. Yeah. And I think when you start finding people that you really resonate with, yeah. it's going to make your life so much easier. Yeah. When you <laughs> don't have to think about a lot of these yeah. things. So. Or like, I guess it could be like if you meet someone else and you become like a duo yeah. who, and you both happen to know all the things, It'd be, it's like you have, you have like a second brain outside of your head yeah. who's also working on the, on the project, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm getting to a point where the most important thing for me is client relationships. So it's, it's, it's slowly becoming less about making it and about the back end of things. Right. And so now I have some second shooters I trust to help me out. And I'll handle, you know, the, the person who's paying us. Because in the end, it's for me, it's all about the money, right? It's <laughs> yeah. all about making a profit and making sure the relationship keeps going. Yeah. Um, I really don't do any more one-off videos. How do you know? mean? So, like, this is the biggest reason I think a lot of videographers fail is... They, they, are you saying, like, their clients don't don't come back around for other things? They, you usually, you, they, someone asks you for a video and you say yes and that's it. And there's really, what's the reason for another video? Like you, to be like profitable, you need to have repeat business from a client. Yeah. So I think for a lot of people, including myself, it used to just be, oh yeah, I'll make you this video. And that was it. Right. And then I probably wouldn't see, like, there's just no um, consistency to anything. Right. So there was like, was it literally just a, you didn't say to them, "Hey, if you need anything else, just uh, I'm here." Yeah, was yeah. that it? I, usually, we just we'll see where it goes, and you just cross your fingers and hope yeah. that they call you back. And that's what I'm saying. It's it's all about. It's so much more than videos now. And again, these these things evolve as you do this for a while. But 
Um, if they want a video, usually we try to find out why they need a video. It, they could literally just need a video, but that's usually not the case. There's something they're trying to do with that video. Yeah. And then we'll try to reverse engineer how to help them with that initial thought, which may consist right. of the video. Right. Yeah. I think um, maybe that's the rub where I'm apprehensive about doing client work. Why is that? I don't know. It's like, it sounds so like petulant, but Go for it. like, I don't want to be told what to do or, or like when the client doesn't know what they want. You know what I mean? When like you're trying your best to do what you think serves the project and what is like, what is good for the spirit of the project. But then the person paying you, the client says, I want it to be done this way. And then you're like, yeah, but the reason you hired me is because you don't really understand how this would work, right? I think that is a fair thing to be worried about. Most times, again, it's it's about how you talk to clients. Yeah. Because if you establish this connection and relationship in the beginning, they shouldn't overstep themselves. Yeah. And sometimes you got to just appease them because they are the ones that are paying you. Yeah. Um, and I think, again, this is, I think a lot of videographers when they start think about it more about just making the video, but there's so much more. It, it is about making sure your client's happy because that's how businesses run, right? So, yeah. um, because you can't do this without getting paid. <laughs> you need <Yep>. money. <laughs> um, or else if that's the case, I would tell someone to just focus on doing something else and work like, let's say you would do audio. Yeah try to get hired out as an audio guy and just focus on that. And that way you don't have to worry about anyone else's headaches. Yeah. You're just there to just do your thing and you can tell the director like, no, nah, trust me, this is how it's done. Right. And he'll probably listen to you, you know? So yeah, I think, um, I'm, I'm actually trying to get work in audio now. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, like, yeah, it's underserved. That's what I want to say. Yeah. Cause like, you know, it's one of the things, like I said before, is like one of the things that people kind of overlook when they're doing video and stuff or any other kind of um, art form that resembles video. So, like, because it's it's not the most intuitive field to learn about. Right. And, you know, I, I feel like I kind of know what I'm doing now. So, like, that's a, that is a valuable skill I have to offer, right? And this, but it's like, um, I'm wondering if, I, like, I never had any formal education in audio engineering, despite like a class or something. So is it, how valuable is my expertise if like I don't necessarily have anything to show for it aside from a few things I've done and not like say a degree or extensive experience? It's going to be, I mean, it depends. Are you trying to sell to, are you trying to sell to me, a client? Like what, who are you trying to prove this to? I don't know. Like, um, a company that does live sound okay. or like recording studios. It's tough because you don't have a portfolio. So that was the first thing you should be doing. So guys I have to make records. <laughs> I mean, whatever you can do to <laughs> showcase that, you know what you're doing. And like so far, all I have is like films I've made, okay. short films I made and like the podcast and that's about it. So I would do some mock-ups, make some fake stuff. <laughs> 
<laughs> what do you mean fake stuff? You can you can do fake videos, things that aren't actually paid. You know what I mean? Make your own thing and showcase. You, or mean, you, you mean short films? You, it, doesn't, it can be short films. It can be a 15-second radio spot. It can be anything you want. Okay. Just just make stuff to increase your portfolio. When I was doing graphic design, basically, like, I didn't have too much stuff, so I just made fake client work to build my portfolio out, you know? Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. Make a 15-second radio spot. Mock client work. <laughs> they don't care. They don't even know. So, I mean, I'm honest. I'll tell them. Yeah. But the only way you're going to prove to someone you know what you're doing is by showing that you know what you're doing. And Yeah, I suppose. And you're not going to – this is, this is <clears throat> again, the biggest pitfall for videographers. You can't wait for people to just – find you you have to go out and try to find work yeah um and you know you, you're not going to find someone who's just going to a recorder studio's going to be like hey yeah we'll take you in you know they yeah. need to see the you yeah see I, I know so I know. it's all good dude like <laughs> you have so many options now um for so many ways to do things and i, I think you should do that i think you should make a fake radio spot <laughs> um i mean the entire podcast is a fake radio spot <laughs> yeah but you can showcase um, post audio knowledge, just like um, pacing for how things are said, all that, all that stuff. Because that's the stuff you have to think about. Knowing sounds on a soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's tough. You have to. You need a portfolio because honestly, like you might be hoping that they'll take you in, but you have to show them some respect and show you don't want to waste their time. Yeah. How many people are trying to do that? You know, and they're wasting people's times. But well, I mean. I guess I'm a unique case in that, again, I'm not, like, I would still call myself an amateur. Yeah. Amateur audio engineer. And, at like, at, at best, and actually what I'm shooting for, like, in terms of, say, I don't know, like, trying to look for a recording studio to work at, I'd be like, hey, do you need an assistant? Yeah, that's great. But then, <laughs> like, I didn't start thinking about this until a few months ago, a little bit before summer started. I'm like, I should... Now, I'm getting, you know, I'm really invested in audio now. So it's like, I was wondering, like, maybe I should find, like, a recording studio to work in, get get some experience. Um, and, like, I contacted every recording studio I could find within, like, 30 miles of me. And, like, no one got back to me. Sometimes the world's a cruel place. I know, right? <laughs> it do be like that sometimes. Um, I'd follow up. I'd look at LinkedIn, see if you can get some person. I mean, you don't want to be annoying either too, but go on LinkedIn, try to get like a personal connection at the people who yeah. are running these places. Um, sometimes you might just have to go in person or give them a call. And yeah. Like go face to face with the person. But that's yeah, tough. I mean, this, this Connecticut is not bountiful with stu- like, uh, audio options. No. Nah. You. you know what I mean? So, I mean, not quite, no. Um, but there's there's so many there's so many other you know you can go beyond studios I know like radio stations or things like that like yeah there's little yeah. things you can learn assist that help out yeah um, I should probably try that I haven't I haven't contacted any radio stations yet yeah um, even dude even like dudes who do other podcasts that are probably like bigger than you even if you want to see how they do stuff <laughs> see what kind of connections they have you I have no know, maybe. idea maybe yeah what people do you know. Um, the more you, like I said, the more you're out there doing stuff, the more you learn. Yeah. I mean, like the other day I've met, um, some guys from a uh, company that, uh, that does live sound and made, made, made connections there. Yeah. So 
That's all I can say, man. Make connections. Yep. Keep yep. Just keep yep. going. <laughs> yep. Yep. And hopefully the pieces fall into place. And it yeah. doesn't happen overnight. It takes time. And if you're really serious about this, then, you know, you're going to commit the time to it. Um, and hopefully you start seeing some responses and things like that. But, you know, there's... But there's there's other options than just recording studios. Yeah, right? I know. And you can meet someone. You could help out on video sets and meet someone who knows audio things, yeah. and they give you the connection. There's so many. There's so many yeah. pathways. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there. There's you could work in the places that are doing audio, or be the person who does audio as part of a larger thing. Yeah. So you want to be hands on on set production? Is that what you want to do for audio? Sure. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> Why do you want to hire me, Jimmy? No, I'm just curious. <laughs> <laughs> I still do it all. So, um. well, uh, if you here's your 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 trial run of trying to expand Luminari Productions, expand it to two people. <laughs> you tried to trap me in this room, didn't you? <laughs> we got on tape, <laughs> um, digital tape, but um. Uh, you know, yeah, because like, I oh, there's such a it's such a like amorphous kind of industry where it's like you don't necessarily need a need I guess proof aside from the work you've done that you know what you're doing, right? Yeah. So it's like, um, I mean, I have no degrees. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I still have no degrees. No one's ever asked for my degree. <laughs> They never will ask for my degree. <laughs> because you don't have one. I, was, I, I, I don't have one. <laughs> I, I have none to speak of. <laughs> I got a high school diploma. <laughs> I mean, I have a degree um, that is almost, that sort of um, like entails I have experience or expertise in videography. But I have to say, everything I know about filmmaking, uh, video production, I've learned on my own. Yeah, I agree. I learned a lot of stuff in school, but it's mostly the basic fundamentals. And I, again, dude, the only, the best experience is just doing stuff on my own. Yeah. That is the best. I do think having a mentor is very important. Uh, yeah. Um, and that's Would you like to be my mentor, Jimmy? Man, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm still learning how to do I know, stuff. right? I mean, I'm always, listen, dude, I'm always here to help. People always ask me questions and I try my best. And I won't say I know everything, but I have like a decent knowledge of just stuff. So like, if you ever have any questions or anything, yeah, like feel free. I think I'm I think I'm starting to find mentors. Um, like um, at my school in the fall, there's going to be uh, a production course, and the course itself is usually named topics in filmmaking. So like the subject, the topic varies between semesters, right? And for this fall, it's going to be on audio production. And I've signed up to be a teaching assistant for that mm-hmm. with um, one of the, uh, film, the uh, film production professors at a university who, I, who has actually been on the podcast and I know him pretty well. I would take every second of that and learn. Yeah. You know, that's, that's awesome. That's actually a great opportunity. Especially since like, I, I, come, I come into audio from like a studio perspective, right. recording music and such. But for him, it's he's all he's always been about field recording. That's his that was his, that's his wheelhouse. And those are two separate things. Yeah, you know. So you know, there's a difference between someone who does small like 
uh, commercials versus someone who does, you know, broadcast. Yeah. Two different camera guys, two different audio setups. Like there's, there are so many different pathways. So, um, but again, it's good to know a little bit of everything. So I think having that experience from him would be cool. Yeah. And then I could finally teach like the rest of the kids how to record, how to record sound. Until they say, Benson, uh, you got any portfolio? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they've seen my short films. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, because um, it's like the, I think it's finally like the thing that being a being approved and then actually practicing the assisting of teaching will be like the my badge of I know what I'm doing and yeah. like you should have uh, you should defer to me or I think that's fair yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't go so deep as to say you or can yeah. proclaim <laughs> you know that everything I say is correct I mean but, no 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 it's like I, hey guys I know a thing I think it's good and or I would, two I would really focus on again it's just about how to talk to people I know is explaining it. Yeah. How to properly explain things. Yeah. Um, like I already have ideas about like what lessons I would co-teach. Mm-hmm. Like in what discussions I would lead about certain topics like how a compressor works or um, the signal flow from microphone to preamp to um, interface and whatever. Sounds good. Sounds like you got a starting point. I mean – I do think that's a good experience, and I'm assuming you're the only one that's helping, right? The only assistant. I'm the only teaching assistant. Yeah. yeah, I would take the most out of that. That's like a blessing, honestly. That's a like we didn't have that opportunity at my school, that type of stuff. So, and the thing is, like, the only reason really that this is happening is because I happen to be the guy who knows sound, and because I learned it on my own. Yep. So. And this happens to be a class being taught this fall, you know? <laughs> Dude, again, the pieces fall in place. I know, right? So I would take advantage of that. Yeah. Let me get some water in me. <clears throat> you still haven't opened your water. Or did you? I, did. I opened it. You opened it, but you didn't take yeah. a swig yet, right? <clears throat> okay. Jimmy has now taken a swig of water. That was a big gulp. <laughs> that was my big gulp. What's up? You're looking to label? Just looking at it. <laughs> this is water. Pure, fresh, filtered water. Purified water. Osmosis. Reverse osmosis for pure. Yes. Refresh. Right now, pure, fresh taste. Dude, make a radio spot on this water. <laughs> That's all you got to do. <laughs> My new water promotion company called Hydro Homies. Oh. I like that. I need what is some yeah, I'll start like a bottled water company called Hydro Homies. <laughs> I think it's, I think that you should I'll be my own videographer. Just yeah, dude, and, forget audio, dude. Just just water. Just yeah, record some audio sounds of yeah, water. Water. <laughs> An entire ASMR page yeah, for the website of Hydro Homies. That's how you get your portfolio. Just ASMR. All all the pages have backdrops of just Gifts of water flowing from the thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. It's like, it's like fuck Fiji water. 
Get this water. Do you hear, do you hear this water? That's fresh. <laughs> <laughs> this is the freshest sounding water you'll taste. <laughs> this is the freshest sounding water you're, you're, you'll hear. <laughs> Uh, so I don't think we've seen each other in a while. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. That was "It's Been a While" by Stained. For anyone, you, y'all remember that? It's been a while from by Stained. Um, so I think the last, so actually, the last time we we saw it, we actually saw each other was the the last time you were on the podcast. I think. Yeah. And then I, I remember I was trying to get you back on, and then the pen, the pandemic happened. I remember I was super busy with a. Was it then? Was it right before? Um, I might have tried to get you on a few times, and you kept um, dodging me. Ghosting <laughs> yeah. Or missing me, I suppose. <laughs> I think my phone died or something. <laughs> I always keep my phone charged, Jimmy. You should yeah. do the same. Sometimes you just need to block out the world. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think... Uh, I think you were just busy, but then it got complicated by a pandemic. Makes sense. Let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was busy though. I remember. Yeah. I remember. Um, I don't remember how long ago that was, but it must have been right before the pandemic. Right yeah, I think so. Day. Because I think I because I I launched this in like the tail end of nineteen. Oh, you did. Yeah, and then the pandemic was like beginning of twenty. So I had Luminar Productions when I came on here. Yeah, and it feels like it felt like it was like two or three years ago. I was here. I know, right? <laughs> Yeah. All yeah. Right. Well, dang. Well, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Because, like, um, it's been, like, it's been a challenge for me trying to keep this, keep this going. Because I had to move to remote, doing remote stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, that was, it wasn't the best. I think people could understand. I think yeah. you could understand yeah. that it's, you know, it is what it is, unfortunately. But. Like, at least for say video production it's it's less complicated i suppose or less comp the logistics are complicated less by pandemic lifestyle what do you mean like to actually film yeah because like i mean most of the time you are at a distance from these people you're filming it's right? a, it was still a challenge because let's say we laugh people up we have to make sure we're sanitizing all our equipment yeah um there's hair and makeup that needs to be touched. Like people got near each other. Yeah. Depends what you're doing. So the problem with filming is we don't want to show like during the pandemic, we didn't really want to wear masks for a lot of stuff. Right. So it's making sure now the building has to be completely secure. Right. We can't have other customers in the vicinity. Yeah. There's just different challenges, but yeah. the thing is you still do it. You're right. Um, yeah, but at the very, at the very least, like doing, th- there's no such thing as filming remotely. Well, there, aside yeah. from like sending a drone, no, you're right. There, there is. I mean, I mean, I'm a huge advocate for people to just film things, even just with their phones. Right. So there's actually a few client projects I worked on where, you know, we had a pass, and I encouraged them to use their phone to film stuff, and I was going to edit it from there. You know, I, maybe I wasn't with them. I tell them a camera to buy. Um, one of my clients bought his own camera. Filmed himself. I gave him instructions on how to best properly set it up in his house because he wanted to do like informational, like 30 second spots of him speaking about something to his 
his uh, audience. Right. Yeah. I'd make him do it himself, and then I'll take it and edit. The thing about this, remote editing is a thing. And that's life. So yeah, you like a lot of clients. I'll just encourage them to do these things, and I'll take the footage and I'll piece it together. I'm still kind of producing it too, right? I'm yeah. telling them how to do all this stuff beforehand. But now, I mean, that's all at the door. We're back on set, and you know, live streaming was huge. Yeah, so a whole new thing opened up for that. Um, but luckily, we're back to yeah. normal. Yeah, but um, I don't know. Like, there was a part of me that didn't that so did not want to go remote because when you're doing like something that where the format is audio, the most important part is like the audio, right? Most part is the audio. Yeah. So, so even more important though is that there's something recorded. Yeah, <laughs> and like the like I would want to be in person so I can be in charge so I can produce so I can be in charge of the recording, right? right. Have my own gear. And like run the knobs and all that to be to like keep everything in check, but then I moved into like doing over video calls and people like using their laptops, laptop microphones, or just a pair of like earbuds plugged into a phone or a laptop. I think I think you get to pass for the pandemic. Eh. I think it's. I mean, like yeah, I, I tried. But my- there's really bad, and then there's acceptable, <laughs> and I'm assuming you're dealing with very bad. I was dealing with acceptable. <laughs> so, like, there was no tingy sound from people's laptops when I was doing stuff. Okay. Every person I made do any type of, like, computer or their own camera setup, they all use a, a mic, a lav, a hit away okay. somewhere. So the audio was okay. Okay. But people who just use the laptop for their mic, I mean, you know, it just sounds rough. Yeah. It's just picking up everything. Yeah. Sound like you're, and they just don't look flattering because they're just like staring at their screen yeah. like this. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I, my, my job was to make sure people didn't do that. Right. Um, but sometimes you can't. You can't. Yeah, that must have been fresher. I get that. That's, yeah, because like, I mean, I, I found a way to make it work. Yeah. And like the the remote episodes don't sound terrible, but it's still not a thing I want to do. Ever. And this is the, <laughs> this is where like my my mentality is. As long as they're happy and as long as something is done and it's out there and it's viewable, yeah, that's okay. It's mission accomplished, especially during a pandemic time. Um, I, I, I have to slowly start to accept that I can't be a perfectionist on everything. Yeah. And all that matters is that something gets done and people are happy that it's completed. Yeah. So, Although the client is me. So I'm oh. trying to make myself happy with the podcast. So it's like... It's never ending pain. <laughs> You should have got a hazmat suit. Just went on set. <laughs> I, I was even thinking, like, show up at a place, but like have us be in separate rooms, and I, do that. and I just run a really long cable from their mic to my to my uh, recording device. Um, that is a thing people did. That's what we did. I mean, yeah, why not? You could totally do that. It's just if they're up for it. That's it. You yeah. can't force someone. So. But hey, here we are. Yes, here we are. Yeah, yeah. You know, here. here. Oh yeah, that's sponsored right. by Hydro. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast with Benson Ty, brought to you by Hydro Homies. Hydro Homies. Water. The freshest sounding water you hear. <laughs> Just a bunch of bottle cap. <laughs> uh, how did the pandemic go for you? Um, I had COVID. Yeah, I, I heard. Had- was it, was, it was yours like a particularly bad case? I don't know. I have no idea. I think it was a textbook case. I had for like two weeks. I was sick for a week. 
Then I thought I was getting better. And then I had like, I was, I had a hard time breathing. I never had a point where I was like, oh my God, my life's in danger. But I, I definitely didn't have a good time. <laughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a good time, but I was okay. That I was still kind of working remotely. And, okay. Um, but yeah, but I got that because of a work trip. And then. Well, where'd you go? Went to Michigan. Oh. So I think I've got it. At Fucking the Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to listeners in Michigan. Pretty sure we got it at the airport. Yeah, it makes um, sense. Or even our rental car. Man, there's so many. Who knows? Yeah. We could have got anywhere. The hotel room. So many variables, especially if you're traveling somewhere. And me, I went with a coworker, and we both got it. So um, it was inevitable. I- I'm kind of glad we got it. I don't know if it helped me fight it off because I was shooting a lot for mm-hmm. my job on set. Yeah. So I don't know if it helped fight off any other times I was going to get infected. Because I already had it. Or yeah. maybe it didn't. I don't know. Either I way, know. I didn't get it again, but I was out and about a lot. Yeah. I got tested frequently just to make sure. Yeah. So, that, yeah. I mean, COVID, I was stuck at home. We worked remotely at my job. We mostly edited from our house unless I went out on shoots. Yeah. So, I'm honest, it's pretty solid from the staying at home aspect. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mind it. It was great. I saved money on gas and yep. all that stuff. Yep. <laughs> um. <clears throat> yeah no i i had a okay experience of the pandemic okay. probably better than a lot of other people did sounds better than me what happened to you i mean like trying to trying to go to school remotely oh right oh it's fucking yeah <laughs> i didn't think i don't know how two out of ten would not recommend dang i have no insight on that world because all i was focused on was my job yeah so like for the past year, I've had most of my classes either remote or hybrid, and I've been I would average about one day a week going to campus. Do you feel like you're wasting money? Um, in the sense that the classes felt less than. It's like an online course at that point. Like it's, it's a, essentially yes, yeah. and like I, like there was it felt it felt less like I was learning. Because I wasn't going to campus every day no, and actually that. sitting in a class. Yeah. You know? Your experience was cheapened a bit. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I saved money on gas. But. That's true. But you still spent the same amount for the tuition, though, right? About the same. Did they did they adjust the price? Or I think it, it just stayed the same. It's like you're, you're, mis- you're, you're losing out on stuff that you're paid for, which was campus entry and all that stuff. Like, kind of, yeah. Um, but you're not, you're not the only one. Everyone, unfortunately, got affected like that. But. Yeah. But also, the money I saved on gas, I ended up spending on audio equipment. It never ends. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, <laughs> guitars and shit. You're supposed to save that money. It was a <laughs> pandemic. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least you don't have that problem. Right? What, saving money? Gear acquisition <laughs> at gas. I treated gas for gas. Gear acquisition syndrome. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, I just dumped like over a thousand bucks on gear. <laughs> so no, I, I'm always looking for more. I want more. I want another camera. The GH6 coming out. Yeah. I want some more lights. I want some more audio. I want a new tripod. It never ends. Dude. Yeah. I want more and more and more. I have enough to make a like. I have a. I have everything I need to film anything I need right now, for the most part. There's nothing... And to run a small crew. Yeah. In terms of equipment. 
But it's designed. It's designed to be so like I can just do everything real quick. Yeah. But it is. It has so much potential flexibility for other people to take things and do it. Um, yeah. I'm not running the best gear for everything, but I'm running stuff that's totally good, good enough, acceptable. What's not the best gear? Um, like I'm like the mics I'm using are, I would say like prosumer, nothing uh, in the pro level for my labs, for my shotguns. And then, uh, what do you got? I use a comical lav system, but I usually use a, the zoom F one. Okay. Stuff for that. I just ordered one. That's awesome. I love this. The, the, which one did you get the shotgun or the lav? The lav one. Yeah. Cause I already have a shotgun attachment for something else. Okay. So I bought, I bought, I, I usually use that. And then I, I just bought the shotgun attachment just for, if I need to have remote recording somewhere random and I don't want to link it to my recorder, I can just put it wherever I want. Yeah. Um, I use the, what was it? Audio Technica? Something like that for the shotgun. I'm not sure. I have one. But it's an audio. It's the AT897. I don't know which exactly the numbers, but the one I want to get is the, uh, um, the MK416 by Sennheiser. Whatever one's like a thousand bucks. It's the Sennheiser Dude, MKH416. That mic is yeah. awesome. I know, right? I use that at work, and I'm just like, I'm buying this. I don't care. I'm saving <laughs> up for this. That's why. I, but the audio I've used is totally fine. Yeah. It sounds great. Like, it, it's, as long as I get the audio, my mic's close enough, and everything everything is perfectly fine. I do some post work, too, though, to help polish it up. But now I need that, that shotgun mic. Yes. That thing is fantastic. Guys, we all need a 416. It's $1,000. For $1,000, I could buy... A mid-tier, like three, two wireless lav set, yeah, and a shot. Like, it's is the money worth it? I don't do enough production, large enough, crazy enough where I need that. Yeah, like everything yeah. is so controlled that I'm okay with what I have. Yeah. So and like you're not, you know that 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 my that shotgun mic is most notable for being used in like Hollywood film productions. Yeah, it's 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 overkill, but it's awesome. I mean, it yeah, is nice. I know, right? <laughs> It's nice. It's, it's real. real nice. Sounds real crispy. It's good. Um, but I know where I am. I'm self-aware enough to know what kind of offerings I have for people. Yeah. And like using that kind of mic on set is not something I need, but I want. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, um, yeah, I'm good with my camera. I'm okay with lenses. Um, I usually run on a gimbal system. Right. And... Uh, I got a beefy PC for editing. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good with gear. I'm, yeah. The, again, I want more. How's how's the schlepping going? The schlepping? Yeah. What's the schlepping? The carrying all your shit. Oh, I actually just bought a few cases. So it makes, everything is now portable. Okay. It used to suck because I used to carry everything. Like, I don't know why I never thought about just buying a, a nice case. A nice case meant for? Just putting stuff in, protecting it. So everything's yeah. on wheels. <laughs> everything. <laughs> Everything can be carried. Yeah. It is so much easier. I usually try to pack light anyways when I do stuff because I'm alone. Yeah. And I usually carry things like a small Pelican case on my backpack and another carry. Um, Like when I go on flights, most of my gear other than lights, I can carry with me. Right. uh, On the plane. So, yeah. So I just bought these these cases to carry stuff, which makes life so much easier. And it also helped me see just how much stuff I have. Yeah. Um, I just... um. I should probably get into that. Actually, you see that bag on that table behind you? That look an Adidas like gym bag? Yeah. 
That's what I'm using. I just got that recently. That's what I'm using to carry all my audio gear. Is it bad? I mean, if um, it works, it works. I mean, at full capacity, it's like 25 to 30 pounds. Oh, dude, that's nothing. And For audio stuff, that's a lot. Yeah, but it's like I'm putting that like around my torso to carry it. Oh, it's actually like light bag. Yeah. And it has no padding on where the yeah, strap yeah. is. So it's like killing my you should shoulder. should just get a... Neck. I mean, again, this is where... Do you go expensive? Get yourself a Pelican? Or do you get yourself uh, like a thick cushion? There's so many options. Like, uh, depends yeah. what you want to do. Yeah. So. Um, and of course, I've got like containers within containers within containers. Right, 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 right. right. It's like, you, I, uh, for some reason, I decided I would carry all the things... Like literally everything I have that yeah. makes sense to bring, like as a mobile setup, including like these mics, these mic stands, several XLR cables, this recorder, which has accessories, which um, accompany it with in that case over there uh, for the H6. Yeah, yeah. A Zoom H4n for like whatever. Uh, I've got first. I bring. I've. I bring some audio interfaces that you would use, like you'd plug into a computer, some small ones, mm-hmm. which I don't know. I was like, yeah, why not? Like if I ever want to record straight into a DAW, maybe. And I've also like have a bunch of power strips. I mean, they're good to have. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it's like, cause like, but like multiple power strips, multiple different kinds of power strips. Cause like, yeah, hey, why not? I mean, all, all this will fit in a, like a bag. Like a actual bag that you want. An actual professional you can, bag. I mean, yeah. I would even recommend you can get like, is it heavy? Is all this stuff heavy together to you? Um, Altogether, like I said, it's like 25-ish pounds, which is, I mean, I don't want to hike with it. Yeah. Um, dude, get yourself like. Something on wheels. <laughs> yeah, because something with wheels. I mean, they have it's, options like you can get a DSLR backpack that's like a suitcase backpack. Oh, yeah, yeah. It has handles, it's got wheels, it's got straps to carry it. All this stuff will fit in it, no problem. Yeah, probably. Problem solved. Yeah. And I use my Amazon affiliate link. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the podcast with Benson Todd, sponsored by uh, Jimmy's relationship with Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but like, um, I mean, for the longest time, I was using like another bag that was just like the kind of thing you'd bring to a beach or something. Mm. And like, it was it'd be tight you gotta buy specific used stuff and this is it's like something you don't want to spend money on because you're like i already have bags that can carry stuff and like i can just carry it yeah but i think when you buy a proper bag all your stuff will be safe secure organized you're yeah. gonna feel so much more professional when you carry it with you places yeah i'm fairly certain that this adidas bag is not waterproof so i use the nike bag to carry a lot of my stuff because <laughs> dude it works it just all i need to do is everything is already pre-packaged in the case so yeah. i just need to carry the yep. stuff so. yeah <laughs> dude i get it i get it i've been there yeah but i mean like i even want to get a couple more i want to get like a couple of sm57s mm-hmm. and like i'm I'm not sure where i'm gonna put it in this bag as it stands now sounds like the upgrade probably i mean i just upgraded to this bag but <laughs> gas jimmy gas i think it's not yeah well <laughs> Got to have a priority list. I know, right? Like, if I want... <laughs> I mean, at least I'm not bringing, like, large diaphragm condensers. Mm. Or, uh... Um, or not super long shotguns. Well, even that, but, like, luckily not bringing, like, a whole, like, recording setup. Like, studio setup that's remote. 
Yeah. Then you're going to be needing a whole other thing. I need to bring my own mobile room with sound dampening. Set I mean, up a they, tent. They have those. My own tent that I bring with they have it. They have mobile setups that you just kind of like <laughs> yeah. construct on the spot, you know? Just hang up big, thick blankets on this inside Dude, this tent. Dude, I think blankets are great. <laughs> they, if you're in a pinch, yeah. Um, they have like those uh, VO head things. Have you seen those? It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's just can't place your whole head. It's like, <laughs> but it's cool. It's mobile. You can put it in or you want. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, then, like, oh, God, if I'm playing music, if I, if I decide I'm like, going to go play music somewhere, that's going to, like, recording equipment plus, like, amplifiers plus instruments. I need, a, I need like, a, the rest of a band to help me schlep. Uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully you wouldn't be doing that kind of stuff alone. And if you were, I mean, you're going to have to, you know, it sucks. It's gonna, you're going to have to tough it out for the first few times until you get proper, like, <laughs> I need organization. Ro- I, need, I need roadies. Yeah. <laughs> That's when you take your students in your class and tell them to, get you. <laughs> to help you. Wait, you want us to pick up, you want us to carry all your all the stuff, but also get your dry cleaning and your... And <laughs> yeah, don't forget, don't forget my coffee. <laughs> Your production assistants. <laughs> you guys are invaluable to me. <laughs> uh, so, <clears throat> you doing anything later? I actually just signed up with a personal trainer. Oh, so cool. I think I'm doing that later. I have a uh, a phone call meeting. A little after we're done here. Okay. So I don't know how long that's going to go. So that well, and then a whole lot you, of Are you comfortable t- saying what it's for? Um, it is for a school in Boston. Um, I worked with them a few times. Okay. They, they need me to edit some graduation testimonial things. So, again, okay. this is stuff they filmed. I'm going to edit. All right. Piece together. So we're just, I just need some info on what part of the videos I'm going to extract and then edit for them. All right, okay. So, yeah. Yeah. That was, and then a whole lot of video games, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got a lot of stuff to do. I need to. Yeah, you got a lot of video games to play, Jimmy. I, got to, I mean, I play so many video games. It's, the reason I'm not, like, rich is because I play so much <laughs> games, dude. If I, it's, it's. But also gas. <laughs> gas, yes. Gas and gas and also video games. <laughs> dude, video games is probably a good 40% of the reason. <laughs> Hey, video game acquisition syndrome, V-gas. V-gas. So gas, as in petroleum, or petrol. Um, Gas, as in gear acquisition syndrome, and V-gas, as in video game acquisition syndrome. It's a problem. (laughs) It never ends. It'll probably be with me for the rest of my life. What are you playing? What are you playing right now? Um, Right now I'm playing Fantasy Star Online. Okay. Familiar with that? I'm not. Okay. I'm still not a... I'm the most casual gamer. I mean, it's... I'm still the most casual gamer. Yeah. It is... It's not like a super popular Western game. It just kind of got re-released for the West, for Japan. So that's why I'm playing it right now. And it's uh, taking up a lot of my time. But I play a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, It's usually... Gaming is usually the way I socialize with my friends and stuff, especially during COVID COVID and all that stuff. So um, that's kind of what we're doing right now. I'm usually more of a... 
playing video games is me time. Yeah. No, I need to. I like playing with people, but I get that. You know, playing. There's some stuff I play, play narrative. Yeah. Slow stuff, but um, I don't have that kind of time. I have to pick either multiplayer games or story, story-based games. And yeah. doing one or the other means I have to give up something else, which is socializing with my friends or having but, me time. So it's whatever I kind of right. feel. Like Are you still mostly on PC? Play a lot of, yeah, mostly on PC. Yeah, I play a lot of VRs too, though. A word? Yeah, that is the future, by the way. How's that, how's that going? VR is awesome. <laughs> Wait, what, what's, your, um, what's your apparatus that you put on your head? I use the Oculus Quest 2. Okay. <laughs> Made by Facebook. <laughs> 299 for 64 gigabyte headset. <laughs> uh, I push it because that experience is sick. VR is the craziest thing ever. Yeah, and it will be mainstream soon enough. Hopefully, I don't. <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna get into. It. <laughs> if you're not a gamer now, dude. If I won't. if I if I'm not a. Oh my! Imagine if like VR is the thing that like gets me back, and then it like ruins my life. It's hard, man. Time time slips by when you're in there. When you're experiencing a different reality. It is. It is immersive. It is. It is crazy. Just how how immersed you feel even though you know it's a video game yeah like because you're just moving your body and your hands on stuff i mean like i'm i'm still not i'm still so much not like the most invested in video i mean i'll play from time to time yeah yeah but like i can't remember the last time i've played actually it's been a long it's been a while and Uh, yeah but i know it's it's been within like the last few months because i was able to snag a ps5 Around around December, and I like I played some stuff on that. Listen, man, your time is well spent not playing video games. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I know it's a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's wor- wait? What's worse than playing video games? For me, is there is there anything? <laughs> I watch a ton of anime. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you. Were, I was hoping you would say watching other people play video games. I don't. I don't really like watching streamers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not part of that culture. Okay, me neither. Um, I, I I totally respect it. There's some people I do like, and it's, um, but yeah, I, I would rather be doing. You'd rather be doing than watching. Exactly. Yeah, <clears throat> and like I'm even with like um, the PS5 now. I'm just, I'm not. I'm not. Like up on all the current games, yeah. Um, <clears throat> like, sure, I got the Spider Man thing and all that, but I'm mostly playing like remastered versions of games on previous systems. Just getting Nintendo Switch. Yeah, it's I was never, I was, I was never really a, a, a Nintendo boy. I was a Game Boy. I was a Game Boy boy. That's but, Nintendo, but but like never on the Nintendo consoles. Mm. You know, like I I was. Like Pokemon on the Game Boy was the shit, but for me, Pokemon on like a Nintendo sixty four or GameCube was like, eh. I, I feel that. Well, the thing is, I'm not making this video game podcast, but okay. Well, this is not a video game podcast. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I can assure you, the Switch is so portable. It's like having a Game Boy so that you can slap to your TV. Yeah, you that's want. what I hear. It's pretty. It's pretty cool. That's why I like the Quest the VR headset because it's right. so portable. It's just a standalone unit that you can connect to the PC if you want to. Have oh, that. nice. Um, cool. Yeah. But as we've, as we've discussed, I'm not, well, yeah, I mean, I, I guess 
Nintendo is more of like for casual gamers because like yeah. the way I look at it is Nintendo has always been very multiplayer focused and like when they came out with the Wii like everyone and their mother had one right yeah so so that you could play with other people but also play things that were accessible it's definitely like a it's definitely the only console that focuses on like playing with family and friends yeah. in a living room uh it is a little more casual for sure and their hardware isn't like the best hardware so their games kind of suffer for it a little bit um but yeah. it's that whole unique experience of sharing and playing and socializing yeah so which which i don't really care for so like i'm always yeah like i've been on playstations my whole life playing stuff where it's um where it's very much like you play you're playing the game for the game like i'm and like uh, most of the time it's for whatever interesting story they have yeah like i'm playing uncharted or stuff you know sony's got the best exclusives so oh yeah definitely so sponsored by sony uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh i wish um sony uh, if you're if you're listening um how's your uh time at are you interning at, at five points i'm currently interning at five points okay is there someone who does media stuff that like you're on? Not your... really. Okay. So... Aside from like, I guess the person that like updates the website or something. Right, right, right. There's not really anyone who, like, like you've mentioned before, they were lacking in digital content, right? Yeah. So now that I'm interning there, I basically become their digital media department. Good. It's necessary. Like, it feels like there's a lack of stuff that they had. I, I don't really follow them too much, so I can't really say. Yeah, but um, especially since they're more, they're an arts organization, more focused on, did on traditional right, media, right. at like the the furthest the stretch is like graphic design. Mm-hmm. So, how's that going? Um, it's gone. I shot some stuff, um, and trying to get the podcast up and running. The po- their podcast up and running. That's a good idea. That's cool. I've even. Um, I've set up a studio there, which is also essentially my office. So I'm an intern with an office. Mm. Who doesn't have a boss? <laughs> I mean, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, my boss is still like the director. Of the yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, but you know, yeah. Actually, um, my, the first episode I recorded for their podcast was, was with Sue Berg. Oh, nice. So. That's cool. Yeah, it was fun. And now she's retired. Dang. She retired the morning of our session. Dang. Is she happy? This is a chosen thing, right? She just yeah, like she, she yeah, she's yeah, yeah, yeah. she she feels like she's done her time. Good for her, man. <clears throat> That's got ways to go before I decide to put it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> Having a side. <laughs> you want this on the record, off the, off the record, <laughs> but like vaguely off axis. So it's. I want you to know I'm, I'm saying something classified, but like you don't really know what I'm saying. <laughs> it will only be vaguely on the record. <laughs> off the record, off axis from the microphone. That's that's how it works. I guess I got to add a little bit of that. <laughs> Hey, but tapping. Okay, we're back. 
Jimmy and I were just talking about something classified. Mm. And, um, so uh, I guess we're done. Okay. Is there anything else you want to ask? I, I, I don't know. Mm. Is there anything you want to ask? You want to talk about? No, I think um, they would cover a whole lot of <laughs> my interests. Okay. Um, oh, but the podcast is, go- is still going well, by the way. Uh, in case you were wondering, I hope so. Okay. I'm glad. Like, I'm glad you reached out, and this was still going on. I'm glad you didn't stop it too. Why are you doing this? Just for? Um, just I'm sure to, we talked about this before. I mean, just to do it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. You should start doing one, Jimmy. Oh, I have plenty of things I want to do that I have not. I don't have time for because I play video games. <laughs> you should work. start streaming. Like I want to do a thing where I film one minute shorts every week. Oh, okay. Just one minute shorts film, which is gonna be very tough. But like I want to do that. Um, I mean, like go online, find some cheap actors to do it. Cheap actors. Yeah. That was. Uh, I'm sorry. It's just like the way you put it. Cheap actors. Because of the, it, a cheap actor knows. A cheap actor knows what I'm talking about. Whores. No. It's, cheap but, actors are whores. You know, just ask for an hour of their time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, finding actors is a thing. That's yeah. A, that's a whole wild thing. So, like, I say cheap. I mean, like, if you go to, like, backstage. Well, the cheapest actor is yourself. And that's true, but... <laughs> I'm, I can't release myself too often. I, I know, right? <laughs> uh, don't worry. I'm well. I, <laughs> I'm I'm quite familiar with the fact that I I can't direct myself too often. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, man. There's a lot of stuff I want to do. I don't have time right now, but hopefully I will once I start getting a little more. Because I'm still all over the place because yeah. of transition to freelance. Yeah. Again, so I'm trying to. Are you thinking about getting like a like a separate space office? For- I thought about it. Um, I just don't need it yet. Okay, there's, there's not enough. Well, once you expand to two people in this company, <laughs> maybe Dude, the next the, the only missing piece I have is someone who can do social media marketing and create strategies. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's the most that's a key component. Here's my portfolio, Jimmy. <laughs> it's um. It says here. That I don't, I'm not on any of the social things. <laughs> oh wow, dude! You so. I just recently nuked all of it. <laughs> hey, good for you. <laughs> I don't know if we're exactly the right fit, <laughs> Jimmy. I still know how to work it. I still know how to work Facebook and shit. So, um, yeah, but I don't know. I don't even know if I want to expand it. Like, I might want to just keep it myself. I'm trying to figure that out. The moment I have to start worrying about other people, it's like, oh, man. Yeah. Also, I need to find the work that's going to... Require multiple well, not people. Not even that, like just enough work and the right clients to pay for that kind of... Yeah. Because I'm going to have to start expanding out. You have to, like, employ other people and then, like, give them benefits or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hire out a lot of people just to help me out. Yeah, but it was all, like, contract jobs. Yeah. Stuff... I mean, here's the thing. There's a lot of work out there, but yeah. there's not like a, it's not easy to find, at least for me. It's I say fun. we cre- we come together and create our own company. That's not Luminari. Okay. Wait, what would our what would the name be for our hypothetical media company? Taiji. 
I mean, that'll work. <laughs> That's not bad. That's pretty good. A little ethnic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. You heard it here first, guys. Taiji something, something. I'll let you do the paperwork. <laughs> and you can register us yes. and pay, pay the fees for the LLC. <laughs> yes. And then... Uh... Taiji Productions. Um, yeah. Uh, if... Our first client is Hydro Buddies. <laughs> Hydro Homies. Hydro Homies. Hydro Buddies. Is... Hydro Buddies. <laughs> that's the, that's the, that's the knockoff competitor of Hydro Homies. It's Hydro Buddies. No, no. Hydro Homies is like a regular water bottle company, and then like Hydro Buddies is like the. Remember, like the. Aquafina Aquapods. Oh yeah, that are like yeah. it's. I mean, it was. It didn't look like it was specifically for this, but it looked like it appealed more to children. Yeah, yeah. Like that's what Hydro Buddies are. Yeah, <laughs> the, I, the little Aquapods for kids. <laughs> about to be rich. <laughs> well, this won't come out for a while, so no one's gonna steal this. We're gonna have an ASMR channel. It's just yeah, sounds of water <laughs> in bottles. Wait, so you want to start Taiji Productions, but also Hydro Homies, and I guess we could, like, make, like, uh, a, a, a pseudo-feud, a made-up feud by starting another company under a pseudonym called Hydro Buddies. Yeah, we're going to raise the, the price of our products. By, by having two companies that we own and operate fight each other. Exactly. For, or compete against each other for the uh, watered-bottled game. Yes. Bottled water game. I, I meant we to just say. need to get a social media manager <laughs> <laughs> who will work for Luminari and Taiji and Hydro Homies and Hydro Buddies. This is long term. This is it's, solid. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. Uh, uh, Jamie, I think uh, I think we've gone on for long enough. Uh, I want to thank you for being on the show again. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, it's good. It's good to see you uh, in person. It's good to talk to you in person as well. And um, uh, if you do, you want to come back later at some point. Oh yeah. All right. Cool. All right. I think we're done. Cool, man. Guys, I've officially finished my water. <laughs> True hydro homie. <clears throat> hmm. All right. Cool. No, if you want to help out, I'll definitely tell you when I'm doing something. Okay. Um, yeah. Like, what, what are you, do you have anything happening now? Um, like, tomorrow I have a flying drone. I'm, I'm doing small stuff that isn't really just production, but. Oh, okay. I got a flying drone tomorrow. <laughs> I got a flying drone tomorrow. I'll be doing golf course. <laughs> 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 yeah.